to the I Am A Feminine Leader podcast, conversations with women who have transformed challenging life experiences into powerful lessons that have inspired community building in all aspects of their lives. I am your host, Michelle Hussayag-Nessit, Community Design and Impact Specialist, here to activate the community builder in you with inspiring stories, practical tools, and strategies that anyone with passion and vision for community building can use to amplify their impact. Let's get started, shall we? Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to spend some time talking about one of the most incredible feminine leaders of my life. She was instrumental in helping me start my community building journey at the tender age of eight. She reinvented herself and lived a completely different life, independent, strong, and embodied the feminist modern that she truly was from the beginning. That incredible woman is my mamay, my grandmother, Marie Mandeline who passed away during the pandemic, fortunately not due to COVID. She unfortunately suffered from dementia. And over the course of seven years, I witnessed the slow and delicate decline of her, of her essence, of her being to this horrible disease. But today she is in a much better place and still with me along this journey. So I believe that my Mamey's feminine leadership style was devotional. And to honor her legacy, I am going to share with you a chapter in a personal memoir that I wrote dedicated to her, to the lessons that she taught us, to the transformative lived experiences that she shared with her family and community. So if you hear little bits and pieces of yourself or someone that you love in Marie Madeline's story, I really encourage you to reach out and to make their voices heard. Make your voice heard. Comment, share this episode with someone who, whose heart it would warm and soothe. So without further ado, let's explore Marie Madeline, Feminist Modern. A legacy of truth and devotion. So the following includes personal testimony from Marie Madeleine Lafont and excerpts from her eulogy written by my aunt Colette Deschain. Never before in my life did I truly understand the sanctity of a woman's journey until I lost both of my grandmothers in the same year. Both were incredibly resilient, intelligent, hard-working, and nurturing women, each with their own unique leadership style, personality, and inspiring achievements. My Mamey's death, however, struck a delicate chord with me. Her legacy of truth, humility, and devotion planted the seeds of my leadership style and purpose early in life. And this Mother's Day serendipitously falls on her birthday. A divine gift I am heureux et rempli d'amour, as she would say 
to celebrate a life fully lived, authentically and unapologetically devoted to family and community. Marie was a feminist modern who believed in the strength and power of the collective and was a model of devotional leadership. She believed everyone had a purpose and mission to fulfill and when attuned to the guidance of divine intuition, the Holy Spirit and humanity, we embody and fulfill God's plan. This conviction and integrity inspired me to join her at the age of eight and serve our community as a youth leader. Meme, my mother, and I asserted together our roles in the collective as feminine leaders. Learning the power of community at such a young age instilled a sense of integrity I would never have learned otherwise. And reflecting on her eulogy and the story of her life, I am humbled by the transformational experiences she shared with all of us as a devotional leader. The following is a quote from the final letter that my grandmother left after her death and is a part of her eulogy. Born and raised in the 1930s, life was a struggle for survival, but my parents' faith and reassurance in God's promise taught us the value of life, the essence of happiness. Oh, I can hear her voice say that as I read it. The youngest of ten children to loving parents, Marie worked hard every day, nurturing a sustainable and fruitful life. Frugality was transcended from deprivation into essentialism and was a catalyst for connection and resourcefulness. Everything from torn nylon stockings to the final teaspoon of mustard in the jar had a purpose and was called to fulfill its highest potential. This mindset taught me the power of worthiness for myself and the utility of all people, things, and experiences in my life. My mame taught me that when life is full of potential and possibilities, anyone can become an inventor of miraculous things, and anything has a place in higher purpose. For Marie, the grief and hardship of becoming a widow at the age of 58 did not define her future. Rather, it inspired a whole new dimension of womanhood that would inspire all her children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren to live purposefully, honestly, and in faith to each other. In one of the most difficult times of her life, she evolved into her highest self, and created a legacy that her life partner, my papé, Lionel, would be proud of. Confident and determined, at age 58, my mamé learned how to drive. She served as chair of the local Catholic Women's League for 15 years and was a teacher to countless youth and clergy in her community about faith, the French language, and community service. Marie's reputation as a driving force for positive change 
nurturing, and growth bestowed many fond memories to every soul she touched. My Mame is a true feminine leader, and she embodied her authenticity with grace and authority. So growing up in rural Alberta, <laughs> I learned that our family's wisdoms were cultivated in nature. I recall being sent to the farm to pick Saskatoons and weed the family garden with Mame whenever I was bad. We tended our lessons like seedlings emerging from the soil's crest, and we harvested our knowings with every berry, carrot, cucumber, potato, and pea dropped in the communal bucket. Weeds were plucked from the rose, reminded the ego does not define us, and trust in God's plan is an enduring practice. Our lives were bountiful because our hands worked the land and built a culture around servitude to each other and to the collective. Our becomings preserved like jars of raspberry jam and canned tomatoes in Mame's dirt basement, where I played with my sisters, terrified that a monster lived in the old boiler. So my family's story is not very different from so many of yours. And I believe that legacy is so much more than our accomplishments and what we leave behind for our family and loved ones. And in fact, legacy by definition, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, is something that remains from an earlier time, ancestors and or history. But I believe that legacy lives in all of us every day and that transitioning through life and death only brings us back to life. The human experience of life is finite, but our spiritual experiences are infinite. Our spirits are present. Even when we live and breathe just the same after our physical body is gone. I knew this because even before she physically passed, for about seven years, I mourned and witnessed her decline. My mame was diagnosed with dementia, and she spent her final years living in long-term care, cycling through phases of consciousness and transition. And I intentionally say transition because this is the beauty of life. We are never gone forever. Our souls and memories carry forward in the generations conceived by us. So Marie's legacy was well intact long before her physical death. And I felt her spirit with me. So leading up to her death, I was living a few hours away. So I did not spend a lot of time with her, aside from holidays and random visits throughout the year. But as time passed, family gatherings became too overwhelming for her, and I saw her even less. And then COVID hit, and she was locked down, alone, and unaware of what was happening in the world. In the last year of her life, I was only in her physical presence for less than one hour. But our spirits were bonded stronger than ever. I fondly recall a visit just before the pandemic when we sat together in the common area of her long-term care facility. 
I held her hand as we chatted, and she was cycling between awareness and childhood memories, often calling my older daughter Maribel by my name, thinking she was me. Her mind willfully extracting the most beautiful memories from her consciousness, personifying them one last time. And then a year later, on her deathbed, dressed in full gowns, masks, gloves, and shields, I leaned into her ear and said, Thank you for loving me. Go in peace. My husband said her eyes fluttered in understanding. Not even 24 hours later, I was on a plane to Puerto Rico, only to learn upon my arrival that she was gone. With love and devotion for Marie and my family, I share her words of wisdom to inspire and call to action the feminine leader deep within you. We all have a purpose and gift to share with the world, and the legacy of our generation is living, breathing, and evolving now in this moment. So regardless of age, heritage, religious beliefs, associations, or circumstances, you are a feminine leader, and the world needs your passion, power, and authority now to impact our future for generations to come. So thank you everyone for tuning in and sharing this special moment with me and honoring my mame, Marie Madeline, and creating a ripple of feminine leadership that I hope will touch you and all of the incredible women in your life. There will be more stories like this to come from my family, but I also hope to share your family stories. So if you have a feminine leader in your life that you want to share, that you want to honor and, and, and celebrate, let me know. Because this is the platform for all feminine leadership to be celebrated. And the legacy of the women in our life is how we shape the future for the young feminine leaders to come. 